Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I am Santiago Montaldo. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Santiago. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, do you ever find yourself holding on to money that doesn't belong to you? No, I take it to the nearest liquor store and cash it. How about you? I, I you know, I was going to think of a joke to respond to that with, but I think I'm just going to just let that one pass because I don't know if I could top it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't like holding on to money that doesn't belong to me. Um, but uh, thankfully, that's not something that I have to do. But for you wonderful listeners, that is oftentimes something that you do have to do. So. Today, on that very topic, we're going to talk about the requirements for escrow deposits. The who, what, when. Let's dive right into it. So, are we talking about the buyer or the escrow agent? Well, let's begin with the buyer. The answer for the buyer is almost always going to be, what does the contract say? Right? I say almost, because what if it's not in the contract? Then in that case, you may need to look at common law for the answer, and you will then have vague terms in your contract. But what if it's in the contract? It'll say one of two things. The purchaser has made the deposit with the escrow agent at ratification. So that's it for the purchaser. Or it could say that the purchaser will make the deposit within a certain number of days. On some contracts, that date is fillable, and on others, it's hard-coded. In either event, the purchaser must make the deposit within those days. Now, what if they don't? Well, what does the contract say? It will very likely say that the purchaser is in breach and the seller may terminate by providing written notice to the purchaser. Notice that Santiago said may, which means that in other words, the seller can terminate if they so choose. The seller could very well ignore this breach and continue like normal waiting for the funds. Or the selling agent could ask for an amendment to extend this. In either event, the seller's only right is still termination. Now, you may be asking yourself, why are we talking about something this simple? Well, it's because of the second half. When must the escrow agent deposit the funds once received? Now, the important question is, who is the escrow agent? So for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to focus on the escrow agent being a VREB licensee, which means you, our listeners. I don't think we have a whole lot of listeners who aren't licensees, but um, in the event we do, just plug your ears for this portion. The deposit time frame is covered by the contract and by the regulations. 18 VAC 135-20-180, Maintenance and Management of Escrow Accounts. And it's a long one, but it reads in part upon the ratification of a contract an earnest money deposit received by the principal broker or supervising broker or his associates that is to be held in the firm's escrow account shall be placed in such escrow account by the end of the fifth business banking day following ratification unless otherwise agreed to in writing by the principals to the transaction and shall remain in that account until the transaction has been consummated or terminated. So you've got a ratified contract and the purchaser gives you the funds on ratification. You then have until the end of the fifth business banking day after ratification to deposit those funds into your escrow account. Now that was too easy. 
So what if the contract says that the purchaser will pay within three days of ratification? When must you, the listener, deposit it if you're holding it? Look at the contract and it will let you know. It is very likely that it will say the same thing the end of the fifth business banking day after receipt. All this is to say there are two independent time frames here. The time frame for when the purchaser must make the deposit and the time frame for when the escrow agent must deposit that deposit. Again, those two are independent of each other. So let's say the contract says the purchaser will pay within five days of ratification and the VREB licensee has five days to make the deposit into escrow. This does not mean that the purchaser has 10 days and the VREB licensee now must deposit it immediately. If the purchaser waits until day 10 to make the deposit and the seller has not sent written notice to terminate, then the VREB licensee, i.e. you, still has the allied amount of time for the contract. Again, these contractual obligations are independent of each other. Also, just a note, if the seller does not exercise the right to terminate under this section and the purchaser does make the deposit, even though late, the right is extinguished. We hope you enjoyed our little refresher on when the deposit must be made and when it must be deposited. If you have any questions and something tells me that you will, please reach out to us on the legal hotline. Thanks. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Law and Ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2023. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.